Welcome to Kevin Connor's podcast. This 24-part series on interpreting the book of Revelation was given at Tungling Bible College in Singapore back in 2002. Be sure to get a copy of the textbook by the same title, available from Amazon in your region in paperback and ebook formats, or as an immediate PDF download from the shop at kevinconnor.org. Why don't you turn over to Revelation chapter 13. So in your notes, uh, it'll be page uh, 11. Page 11. Okay, Revelation chapter uh, 13. Okay, now, just before I read several verses here, so I hope, uh, hope that uh, you're sort of coming along somehow with me. Uh, so, all these chapters dealing with three and a half years, or the last half of the 70-week prophecy, this concerns Jewry, or Israel, Jerusalem, pretty safe there. Uh, on this one, the church, and the, and the, the simplest way for uh, the other schools, say the dispensational schools, simply say, well, the woman is Israel, the man-child is Christ, that's it. Period. Full stop. But uh, to say that is it, it leaves a lot of question marks. Well, was, was Christ snatched up at his birth? Did Israel or Mary go into wilderness for three and a half years? It raises all those complications, so I say. Now that's very insufficient, whereas it has to do with this period of time, the end of the age, final half of 70 weeks for that generation. That's the thing. So uh, giving you some thoughts to think about there. Same here now with the world. So what I want you to look at here, we're going to look at Revelation chapter 13, just a few thoughts here, along with Daniel chapter uh, Daniel 7, particularly. At least uh, we can start there. Now, in Revelation chapter 13, as you've got on your outline, there are actually two beasts here, uh, verses 1 through 8. You've got on your notes there, page 11, I've got number 6 there, the Antichrist beast. So cha- uh, chapter 13, verse 1 to 8, uh, we have the first beast, which we believe, generally speaking, is the Antichrist beast, and coming up to a one-world government, one-world monetary system and everything like that. And then we have a second beast, is called the false prophet, uh, beast, who's, uh, he's the one that inspires the image, the worship of the image, introduces 666. Uh, so there's two beasts, two different functions, but both work together. Uh, in the school that I, I, I'm with, we would put the Antichrist beast as a fallen apostle, and the second beast as a fallen prophet, because apostles and prophets work together. Church is built on the foundation laid by the apostles and prophets, and this is an antichrist. Uh, in fact, one, one expositor believes that it is Judas reincarnated as a fallen apostle. Now, I don't hold that part, that is Judas, but I would hold the part that it's a fallen apostle. So apostles and prophets working together. Uh, that's a, a picture there. All right. Now, what we, we'll just do in the bit of time we have here. Chapter 13. And uh, we'll go to verse uh, verses 1. Uh, let's see where we'll pick up. We'll just go to verses 1 to 5. So we'll have time for it. And I stood upon the sand of the sea. Sand, your seed will be as the sand of the sea. Innumerable, multitudinous, numberless. Sand, always referring. 
Not the stars of heaven, but the sands of the sea. So earthly, natural, national uh, sea of the sea. The wicked are like the troubled sea. So a symbolic language, tossing up mire and dirt. So stood upon the sand of the sea. Uh, and I saw a beast, singular, rise up out of the sea, having seven heads and ten horns, and upon his horns ten crowns, upon his head, heads the name of blasphemy. And the beast which I saw was like unto a leopard, and his feet were like the feet of a bear. He had bare feet. <laughs> Who's not laughing? Who I mean, who didn't get that? And his mouth is the mouth of a lion, and the dragon gave him his power and his seed and great authority. And I saw one of his heads as it were wounded to death, and his deadly wound was healed. And all the world wandered after the beast, and they worshipped the dragon which gave power unto the beast. They worshipped the beast, saying, Who's like unto the beast? Who's able to make war with him? And there was given unto him a mouth, speaking great things and blasphemies. The power was given unto him to continue forty and two months. Uh, and he opened his mouth and blasphemy against God to blaspheme his name in his tabernacle and them that dwell in heaven. And it was given unto him to make war with the saints and to overcome them. Okay, which saints are overcome? Some are overcome and some are overcome. So we have to uh, follow this theme that's been through. And power was given him over all kindreds, tongues, and nations. So let's hold it there. Now, why don't you go back to uh, Revelation chapter 7 for a few verses? I mean, Daniel, thank you. Thank you. All right, Daniel chapter 7. And just a few verses here, and then we'll sort of bring this part of the uh, divine jigsaw puzzle together. Daniel 7. In the first year of Belshazzar, king of Babylon, Daniel had a dream and visions of his head upon his bed. And he wrote the dream and told some of the matters. Daniel spake and said, I saw in my vision by night... Behold, the four winds of the heaven strove upon the great sea, and four great beasts came up from the sea, diverse one from another. The first was like a lion, had eagle's wings. I beheld till the wings thereof were plucked, and it was lifted up from the earth, made stand upon the feet as a man, and a man's heart was given to it. And behold, another beast, a second, like to a bear, and it raised up itself on one side, and had three ribs in the mouth of it between the teeth of it. And they said, Thus to it arise the avail much flesh. And after this I... Uh, I beheld, and, uh, and lo, another, like a leopard, which had upon the back of it four wings of a fowl. The beast also had four heads, and dominion was given to it. And after this I saw in the night visions, and uh, behold, a fourth beast, dreadful and terrible, strong exceedingly, had great iron teeth, devoured breaking pieces, stepped the residue with the feet of it, and it was diverse from all the beasts that were before it, and it had ten horns. I considered the horns, behold, there came up another horn, little horn, before whom three of the first horns were plucked up by the roots, and in this horn were eyes like the eyes of a man, a mouth speaking great things. Then we have uh, the Ancient of Days coming, head and hair like white as wool, throne like this, and judgment was set, books were opened, and so forth. And verse 13, one like the Son of Man. And then uh, we've already looked at verse 24, 25, the ten horns, how this a kingdom of ten kings that shall arise, and uh, he shall speak, uh, subdue, yes, uh, he shall be diverse from the first, and subdue three kings, he shall speak great words against the Most High, wear out the saints of the Most High, and think to change times, 
and laws, and they should be given into his hand to a time, times, and dividing time, the judgment will sit. Then verse 27, the kingdom of God, saints possess the kingdom, and the kingdom of the Most High, everlasting kingdom. All right. Now, this is what I want you to do, uh, and I'll sort of try to wrap up from this morning. I do hope by now that you're convinced that uh, John has definitely swallowed the book of Daniel. <laughs> Even if you don't feel you can swallow it, John did. <laughs> so now, what I want you to notice here, I mean, it's just, I mean, it's just a divine jigsaw puzzle. So I want to lay out the parts of the puzzle, give a little bit of interpretation here. Okay, in Daniel, uh, well, let's, uh, I'm, I'm sorry if I've messed up your chart there. Does I want to switch this around? Is that all right? No, no. No. <laughs> <laughs> I'll give you my pen. Okay. Right, so just turn it upside down. We're, we've got to deal with people on the level of their intelligence. <laughs> oh, in my body, I, you know, we're in the same apartment, so I've got to be good. <laughs> Okay, now, let's pick up the jigsaw puzzle parts. We won't force the parts or distort the picture. Jigsaw puzzle parts. In Daniel chapter 7, we, uh, Daniel sees four beasts. Four bees, I'll just put that. Four beasts. Sorry about you. Can you see through me over here? So yes. Okay, four beasts. And then the first beast is a lion, and it has eagle's wings. So lion, king of the beasts. Eagles, king of the birds, so kingly. Okay, lion with eagle's wings. Then the next beast is um, uh, a bear, and is told to devour much uh, flesh. And then uh, the next beast is a leopard, uh, yellow and black. Spots. A leopard, and this, this leopard has four heads. Wouldn't that be great? Couldn't you think a lot better than this one here? Four heads. And then this uh, leopard is foul-minded. It has <laughs> the wings of a fowl. Not eagle's wings. Fowl wings. Chicken wings. Okay? And then uh, the next beast we see, uh, for best of a term, it is a nondescript beast. Uh, you can't describe it. There is no animal in the world, uh, in the zoo, to des describe this thing. So it's a nondescript beast. And then, all together, number six here, you have seven heads, please. So the lion has uh, one head, the bear has one head, that's two. The leopard has four heads, that's six. And this nondescript beast has one head, seven heads on four beasts. Seven heads on four beasts. Okay, number six, uh, this seventh head, the seventh head, please, has ten horns. And then out of this ten horns, number seven, comes a little horn. And this little horn has a mouth, and it has eyes, and it's speaking great things. And this little horn, number eight, uh, it makes war against the saints and overcomes them for time, times, half a time. And then number nine, it ends up with the Son of Man uh, receiving the kingdom. Okay, so let me, let me run through that again with you. 
okay? I have it for the overhead, but it's, it can't see, so I don't have to pay for healing of the eyes. Four beasts. First beast is like a lion with eagle's wings. Second beast is like a bear. Third beast is like a leopard with four heads and foul wings. Fourth beast is a nondescript, nothing to describe it. Iron teeth, ten, and, uh, and, and it has ten horns. Little horn comes out of it. This little horn makes war with the saints, speaks great blasphemies, and uh, finally the Son of Man comes and destroys all these beasts. Now, we have no mistake about the interpretation. The angelic interpreter says to Daniel, these four beasts are four kingdoms. So a beast is symbolic of a kingdom, world kingdoms. Now, let's go to Revelation chapter 13. Can, can, can everybody see that scribble on the board there? I could put it on the overhead, it's just not too brilliant, but maybe if I verbalize it, it'll help. Okay, I'll put on, on, on the board what I've been doing here. <laughs> it's worse, isn't it? <laughs> Which is worse, this or this? Alright, well, I'll say it to you and take it down, okay. Alright, so Revelation. So Daniel, Old Testament prophet, he gets the vision of Daniel 7. And uh, let me just run through it again here. So four beasts of the sea. So four world kingdoms. The lion with eagle's wings, one head. The bear with one head. The leopard with four heads, six heads, wings of a fowl. Five nondescript beasts, the fourth beast, which has seven heads uh, altogether uh, on the four beasts. Ten horns, little horn, and this little horn has a mouth of blasphemy, makes war on the saints, time, times, and other time. And the Son of Man comes, sets up the kingdom, and the saints possess the kingdom. Alright, now, let's go over to what John does, because he is seeing the last world kingdom. And he sees a beast, singular, a beast out of the sea, not four. And this beast is the embodiment of everything that's gone before. So, interpreting this, we are headed for a one world government. I mean, the whole world system, one world monetary system, one world government, one world church, all these things are cooking in the oven behind the scenes, which Mr. Average Person hasn't got a clue. But we have the news behind the news because we understand the book of Revelation. <laughs> that is the news behind the news. So there's nothing new out there, just they couldn't handle this. this for the church. It was sent to the church. Okay, so this beast, one beast, a one world government, one world kingdom, anti-crystal kingdom, has the mouth of a lion. Where'd you get that from, Daniel? John. I got it from Daniel. It has bare feet, the feet of a bear. Where'd you get that? I got that from Daniel 7. It has the body of a leopard. So in other words, this one world government is going to have the royalty of the lion, the crushing cruelty of the bear, and uh, we won't get into this too much, but just a little side glance. Isn't it interesting that the British Empire used to have the lion, and you have the lion here, don't you? And then Russia had the bare feet, and then yellows and blacks, the color of the leopard, Asiatics. <laughs> Don't build a church on it, okay. I'm just glad you're a new creature. Yeah. We have the kangaroo. 
<laughs> Much easier this way. Alright, okay, back to this. Uh, and then we go down, it has the body of leopard, and then it is also a nondescript beast. There's nothing in, in any man's zoo. This is God's zoo. And I'm glad at the moment that this animal is still locked up in the zoo. It's not going to be loose out of the zoo, God's zoo, until this period of time comes. So all these things are running parallel. This is what's happening in Jerusalem, in Jerusalem. This is what's happening in the church. This is what's happening in the world. Okay, so God keep this animal in your zoo till it's time. Now, all together, this one beast has seven heads. Here it was four beasts because they were successive world kingdoms, which we'll finish up on. Then there's seven heads on one beast. It had ten horns. I don't know how anybody cannot see this, that John has swallowed the book of Daniel. He's taken up the times, times and half a time. He's taken up the beast. He's taken up the image. He's taken up the worship of the image. You know, I don't know how people can't see that. They need laying out of hands or something. Okay, now, this beast does exactly what the little horn does, which shows that the beast of Revelation 13 is the little horn of chapter uh, Daniel 7. Why? Because the beast speaks blasphemies like the little horn did. He makes war on the saints like the little horn did. And how long does he do it for? Time, times, and half a time like the little horn did. Then we see, ultimately in Revelation 19, Jesus coming as King of kings and Lord of lords, the Son of man, and what, do, what happens? The saints possess the kingdom, the thousand years Christian millennium kingdom. That's what I'm talking about. Not a Jewish millennium or our millennium, but the kingdom of the saints. So how many see the correspondence? Have we forced any of the jigsaw puzzle? It all just locks and interlocks together without forcing any of the picture. All right. So... Now what I want to do now is I want you to go over to Revelation 17. So we're going to bring a bit of Revelation 17 here. Now if anybody has the gift of giving out uh, the ministry of PowerPoint, please lay hands on me and it will be better than another time. Well, I want you to turn over to Revelation 17 now. So we're anticipating uh, tomorrow, of course, but Revelation 17 or somewhere. Uh, and I want you to pick up a few verses here uh, as we sort of try and bring this part to some conclusion. All right, Revelation 17. And we'll pick up in verse uh, 3 for the moment. Revelation 17, verse 3. So he carried me away in the spirit... I've heard that before, into a wilderness. I've heard that before. So here is a woman in Revelation 12 in the wilderness. Here's another woman in the wilderness. John's in the spirit to see. And I saw a woman and sit upon a scarlet colored beast full of names of blasphemy, having seven heads and ten horns. And then we go down to verse 7. And the angel said to me, Wherefore did you marvel? I will tell you, number one, the mystery of number one, the woman. And number two, the mystery of the beast. So we must distinguish between the woman and the beast. That carries her, which has the seven heads and ten horns. 
Then we go down to verse 9. And here is the mind which has wisdom. The seven heads are seven mountains. A mountain in Scripture is always symbolic of a kingdom. So seven heads, seven kingdoms. So we're looking at the seven heads. Okay? So hopefully I've said, okay, the beast kingdom here is a one world kingdom, a one world government. The last world government that will be revealed till Jesus Christ comes. We're headed for that. All these things are moving so fast. Uh, the, seven, the seven heads are seven mountains on which the woman sits. And there are seven kings. If you have a kingdom, you must have a king. Now listen to this part carefully. Five are fallen. One is, and the other is not yet come. When he comes, he must continue a short space. And the beast that was and is not even he is of the eighth, and this of the seven goes into perdition. And the ten horns, which you saw, are ten kings, which have received no kingdom as yet, but receive power as kings one hour with the beast. These have one mind, and shall give their power and strength unto the beast. These shall make war with the Lamb, but hallelujah, the Lamb will overcome them. For he is Lord of lords, King of kings, and they that are with him are called, chosen, and faithful. Okay, that's enough for that. All right, now. I'm sorry to do this to you, but I really enjoy it. <laughs> I go home and repent and say, but Lord, it was fun. <laughs> now listen carefully so as we sort of wrap up this heavy, heavy uh, morning. There have, uh, there have only ever been and only ever will be seven world kingdoms. And all of them are in relation to the people of God whether Old Testament Israel or the New Testament church. So, adapting this. Isn't that fun? Okay. That's not, all you need to do is list them, but I'd like you to list them because looking at the beast, one world government, there were four world kingdoms in Daniel's time, but in John's time, kingdom that was. Now, okay, world kingdoms, over against God's kingdom. When John gets the vision in Revelation 17, he sees the beast with seven heads. Okay, let me say what their heads are. The first head, the first world kingdom was Egypt. The second world kingdom, or the second head, was Assyria. The third head, at Daniel's time, was Babylon. The fourth head was Medo-Persia. The fourth world kingdom, Medo-Persia. The fifth world kingdom was the grass kingdom, the kingdom of Greece. Now, whether you say beast, man sees the world kingdoms as deified man, the deification of man. So, for the image, God shows Nebuchadnezzar the world kingdoms in the image of a man, deification of man. Head of gold, you Nebuchadnezzar are the head of gold. After you will come another kingdom, a dual kingdom, uh, the two arms connected across the chest here, the Medo-Persian kingdom. And then after that kingdom, there will be another kingdom of brass, the belly and thighs of brass, the Grecian kingdom. Then there will be the longest kingdom ever, the iron kingdom, the iron rule of Rome. At the end of that, there will be ten toes. Now, Nebuchadnezzar didn't see a little toe popping up. <laughs> Daniel saw ten horns and another little horn 
Nebuchadnezzar only saw ten toes, but not another little toe popping out. God did not give him the revelation of the anti-crystal kingdom. So, longest part of the body, the legs of iron, the iron rule of Rome. We still have Rome in power with us far more than we realize. Ten toes, the anti-crystal kingdom, and then a stone cut out of the mountain without hands uh, that crushes the image, not on the head, but on the feet, and in crushing it on the ten toes, which gives us a time element, because the ten toes are manifested in three and a half years, three and a half years. In Revelation 12, the beast, the dragon with seven heads, ten horns. Revelation 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, the uh, scarlet colored beast, seven horns, ten, uh, seven heads, ten horns. Okay, same thing. Consistency. And then the stone kingdom, spiting the image on the feet and destroying the whole thing, time element. Now, God, while man sees the world kingdoms as deified man, God sees the world kingdoms as wild, rapacious beasts, the animal, beastly nature of un unregenerate mankind. So, we have the lion kingdom, the lion with eagle's wings, Nebuchadnezzar, the lion, Babylon, and the eagle's wings plucked when he became insane for seven times, seven years. The silver kingdom, Deterioration, degeneration, devaluation. It's what's happening. From the gold kingdom, Babylon, to the silver kingdom, the Medes and Pers uh, Persia, Medes and Persians, the brass kingdom, devaluation in the metals. Deterioration, degeneration, because of deification. Greece, the Grecian kingdom. Then the iron kingdom, the beast with iron teeth, Rome. And then the uh, Antichrist, Daniel 7, the little horn. Then the stone kingdom that crushes them, and the Son of Man that destroys them. Now, when John gets it in uh, Revelation 17, this is what the Lord says to him. There are seven kingdoms, seven mountains, and seven kings. Five are fallen. Which are the ones that have fallen? Egypt has fallen. Assyria has fallen. Babylon has fallen. Medo-Persia has fallen. The Grecian kingdom has fallen. Five have fallen. One is. What was the kingdom in existence in, in John's time? Rome. One is yet to come, which the Antichrist kingdom. And then after that, there comes another kingdom, the stone kingdom, the son of man kingdom, that will reign for a thousand years and crush the kingdoms of this world, not take them into the millennial kingdom to give them a second chance for the gospel. Every one of these kingdoms have been persecutors against the people of God. Egypt against Israel in the Egyptian bondage. Assyria against the house of Israel, the northern kingdom that took the ten tribes into Assyrian captivity, never to return to the nation of Israel again, or the land. Judah, yes. Nebuchadnezzar, the kingdom of Judah, not the house of Israel, the house of Judah. Medo-Persia, house of Judah, not the house of Israel. Greece, house of Judah, not the house of Israel. Rome, Judah. Rome is the one that introduces crucifixion and fulfills the promises of crucifying the Messiah. Between Rome and this longest part comes the New Testament, the overspreading in which the inception and birth of the church out of every kindred, tongue, tribe and nation New Testament Church. 
We are living in the last of the last days and believe in the formation of the ten toes, ten horns, beast. And we think of the United States of Europe and everything that's going on in the world today. We are just way down the end. But I'm looking for the Son of Man and a stone kingdom that will never pass away and the saints possess the kingdom. And everybody said, Amen. Amen. Be sure to visit kevinconnor.org for more information about Kevin, his books and his ministry.